0: Welcome everybody to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. We're back once again this week to talk a little Sounders with Richard the Ram Michelson and a little bit later on in the show with Matthew, that damn dirty duck page, <laughs> and Rob English, that Soul Cal Seahawks. But for right now, I'm going to bring this to a bubble with our own Brian, the Soul Man Soul Eye.
1: Hey, hey, what's up? How you doing, Rich? Um, I, I mean, I'm good, but as a sports fan, I've, I've been better. <laughs> uh, I, I know,
2: I know the feeling that we're a little rough right now with sports in the state of Washington, your Seattle Sounders are, Wait, in no, place. no,
0: it's not rough in the state of Washington.
2: 50, Cougars 50 are undefeated.
0: Right Huskies are undefeated, are undefeated. Mariners are going to the playoffs and the Sounders. Oh,
1: that's right. We're doing the Sounders. <laughs>
2: sound. <laughs> Anyways, your Seattle Sounders are in 10th place with only three games left. What are their chances, Rich?
1: Wow, we're just going to jump right into it, aren't we? we? Are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tear that band-aid um, off. They're they're bad. Um, this is this is not this is not good. Um, uh, they they lost their last game up in Vancouver. A very winnable match. Um, they gave up one beautifully worked goal, where quite honestly, Vancouver just just worked them. Like it was just. Ugh. It was just beautiful. It was beautiful soccer at its best. Um, where and basically then, the offense
0: just and then what, what? happens <laughs> what?
1: after that beautiful well, goal? Well, the first the first goal was just beautiful, beautiful possession soccer where the offense just takes what the defense gives them and rips them apart. Basically, is what happened. Um, the second goal was off of a uh, like kind of a loose ball around the box, and uh, Julian Gressel just smashed it into the upper right corner of the, of the goal. I mean, there's not anything that Stefan Fry could do. Um, The defenders didn't do their job. They didn't get out and cover the wide open guy that can shoot. Um, So, I mean, some, some defensive breakdowns, but, but more importantly, the the Sounders did not generate hardly any offense um, until way late in the game about the 60th, 70th minute. Uh Will Bruin came on. The Sounders did a three man switch, three substitutions all at once. That's uh, Montero, really kind of Montero, unheard came, of.
0: Montero came on too, right?
1: Um Montero actually came on at the half. Yeah. And, and the that, Sounders that's, looked that's better.
0: Been, that, that was my that was my frustration was that um that you know, maybe Montero's a little bit old. Maybe Montero's lost a step and maybe Bruin has as well.
1: You know On the it, attack. It, it's true. I mean, quite frankly, it's true. Both, both of them are, are older. You know, this is not 2017 Bruin who helped lead the Sounders to MLS cup and was a very good center forward. Um, this is uh, Will Bruin who has had two knee surgeries the past. I want to say four years. Um, he missed, I don't know, like six months in 2018. And I want to say he missed, uh, you know, almost a full season this la- over this last year. Um, so like not good. He's, he's getting older really. I mean, it's, this is probably going to be his last or second to last season. Yeah. It shows too. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, but he is the one sounder who scored a goal. Like this guy still has a nose for the goal. Um, like of all of his superpowers, like his best superpower is he knows where to be when the ball goes into the box. And a lot of the time in this game it looked like the Sounders did not know where to be when the ball went into the box. Like on the few times they they penetrated. So I mean, this is this is an, an issue of um of offense, really. Like this is the defense isn't great, but the defense isn't bad.
0: I can tell you're upset because you're tapping on the desk.
1: This is really this is an
0: issue
2: of um Are they they making the playoffs? I want to know. They're
1: not going to make the playoffs, I don't think. I think you have maybe a one-third chance, okay? To to make the playoffs, they have to win the next three games. Okay. Okay. Uh, there. I believe. There are three games left. They have to win them all.
0: They they have to jump three teams too, don't they? Yes. And with 10th place, yeah, that kind of sounds hard. I mean, 7th place is what? 7th place is what? 43 points and then. Uh, Where they're at is
1: 39. Yeah.
0: I need to look it up. I think that's where they're at.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we got jumped by the, by the team we were playing. Vancouver jumped us in the standings. Um, It was a six point swing. We could have, we could have won the game and um, still wouldn't have been in, in playoff position. We would have been a lot closer. Um, In baseball, in
0: baseball, they they call that like when you beat the team ahead of you, that's winning mm -hmm. like one and a half games, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 like the head-to-head matchups are, are the best in soccer. They call it a six-point swing because if you you win, you get three points, and if they win, they get three points. So that the, the differential is is six points one way or the other. Um, but I mean, this is this is kind of a, a mediocre Sounders team overall. They've given up forty-two goals. They've only scored forty-four goals. Um, and they're just not consistent. A lot of that consistency is because the midfield is not consistent. Um, I, you know, last time I was on, I praised Danny Leva and Josh Atencio, okay? Danny Leva and Josh Atencio played fine against Vancouver. You know who did not play fine? Who? Nicholas Ladero, our captain, our best player uh, over the course of our team's history. Uh, you know who else did not play fine? Sure. Raul Ruiz Diaz our second best player and our best scorer ever uh you know so who, who who did play pretty okay was Jordan Morris but I saw at least 10 different times that Morris had an was streaking forward now Morris's biggest strength is his raw speed his acceleration and his just raw strength the guy is incredibly strong for the size that he is he's not particularly big he's only 5'10 but like He is just a thick, fit, strong guy that he can out-leverage you and he can out-muscle you, right? Mm -hmm. So there weren't enough attempts to get the ball over the top to him, even though he was open a lot. Like the the ball just never came over the top to him. And the Vancouver defense is not particularly good. Their midfield, good. Their forwards, good. Their defense, no, no. I want Jordan Morris running at these guys. I want them backpedaling with Morris going forward, right? That is a winning proposition. The Sounders did not do that enough. Oh, I'm um, going to
2: interrupt you then. I'm gonna, it sounds like to me, uh, you know, I praise you but being our expert. You know what the hell you're talking about. But it sounds like to me the Sounders give up on the MLS season for the Champions League. Am I
1: wrong? You're wrong. Tell me why. Because um, Brian Schmetzer says this every time they're in multiple competitions and they lose a game. He says, we are the Seattle freaking Sounders and we want to win every single game and we want to win every single tournament that we enter and we have enough talent to do that. And that is on us to basically to, that we didn't execute, right? Mm-hmm. This season, the Sounders executed early on. They won the biggest trophy that they have access to. Uh, up until that point, point. Um, and then they got hit by a rash of injuries all at once. Um, and there was a little bit of international duty, but really that was not a, a big deal. It was mostly injuries, um, and then the lack of the lack of chemistry. So, um,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like everybody gets injuries. There's got to be right. something deeper to it.
1: Well, I, I don't know because there's not been reporting on it. There's no evidence, but well, do you know no, what I mean, this could, it, could,
0: it, could it be this? I mean, like you're talking about like black chemistry. Um, could it also mm-hmm. just be the backups aren't as great as we thought they were?
1: Um, I mean, that's, that's part of it, but it, so last year, I don't know if you remember this. Um, I do remember last year th- I, I was there. You were there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, last we year the Sounders went to Austin they started five teenagers yeah and then the rest of the team was a bunch of scrubs the only I think the only true starter on the field that night because uh, I think Stefan Fry was injured um, was Christian Roldan like he was the only um, like first choice starter he was the on only the grown up on the field yeah but um, and, and that's that's, they,
0: that's interesting you brought that up because there's what six players I believe it's six under 22 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that normal in MLS?
1: No. I mean, like we have a really young team and what has happened is we kind of gotten a barbell, right? Like we don't, we we have a couple of guys kind of in the middle, the middle age, if you will, of soccer players. Um, Abe's favorite guy, Kellen Rowe is in that fits <laughs> into that thing. But, but here's the thing is that, um, Kellen Rowe has been a lot worse this year than he was last year. He's just not been nearly good enough. Um, Balls he'd win last year, he's missing. And passes he'd hit last year, he's missing. And shots he'd he'd get on frame last year, they're not on frame. Or he's not even getting to them, right? He's just he's just like a step slower, right? Mm. But back to back to last year's Sounders team. Last year's Sounders team was bigger and better than the sum of its parts. Okay? There was a true cohesion in that team. They played a 3-5-2 or a 5-3-2, basically five defenders, and then three midfielders and two forwards. Um, and they made some adjustments to that, but that was their formation more or less the whole season. And um, Jordan Morris was out hurt. Nicholas Ladero missed almost the entire season. I even mean, he came back here and there. Um, Raul ruiz Diaz missed a bunch of time with International duty Plus injuries. Paulo. Um, missed some time with injuries but he was m- around most of the time basically he was he was, i think second or third in in league mvp voting okay and he is an irreplaceable player there just isn't another player like him um on the sounders there there's might be two players like him in the whole league i mean he's that good and versatile and accomplished right and you just you you, you lose a player like that who's indispensable it's really hard to come back from and um so i mean like to a certain extent did they did they mortgage the future or something like that no i mean like the injuries happened after champions league like like it it wasn't like they had a, a rash of injuries in champions league and then the season kind of went down the toilet or they they like mortgaged the future and got a bunch of great players and then had to get rid of them or something like that. After champions, like they just got hit by a bunch of injuries. Um, and, and some players just aren't as good as they were last year or aren't as good as the, we thought they would be. Like Albert Rusnak was really good in the champions league run. And he's been kind of crappy since then. Nicholas Ladero has declined significantly. He's just not the player that he was. He is not hitting the passes that he was. He still wants the ball. He's like a black hole with a ball, and while he was excellent, his first six years in this in the in the league, this year he is. The, the early in the season, he was great. Later in the season, he has not been great. So, so, how do we fix that next year, moving forward? I mean, we can't. They can't have these same problems next year. Do they need to replace Lagerwey as GM? Do they need to re, replace the no, coach? No, you're insane. Anyone that says that that they that the, the head coach or the GM should go, is. Either a fan of Real Madrid, where they go through managers and, and GMs like tissue paper. Well, speaking
0: of Real Madrid, that's exactly what's happening right now, Rich. Is there's a vote by the fans. Remember, yes. Seattle, like Real Madrid, can yeah. vote, you know, as per the yeah. fans to get rid of uh, Gareth. Garth. Garth.
1: Gareth Bale. I get that mixed Lauderway. up. All right. And Garth. Both and Wayne and sure. Garth. All right.
0: Come <laughs> on. Let's. <laughs>
2: Anyways, what do we have? To Would do you to like to correct it?
0: my spelling of my own name while you're at it?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna pronounce your like name like ABO or something, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are the, tomorrow's day one of the offseason? What do we, we'll say? What do they need to do to fix the problems for next year? Um, they need they need more guys kind of in the middle of the roster. So um, back in 2017, um, Garth Lauderway had just fired. Um, Ziggy Schmidt, and hired Brian Schmetzer, and won MLS Cup.
0: Hang on, which, before, before you dive too deep, what do you mean by middle yeah. of the roster, specifically?
1: So at the top end of the roster, you've got Rui Diaz, who has been outstanding you, over his time, the Sounders. You're talking about, your veteran,
0: Ligero, you talking about your veteran depth, or are you talking about... Not just
1: your veteran depth, but your veteran, like extremely highly paid uh, designated player types, the guys that are allowed to break the salary cap, and you're allowed to completely overpay them, Right. So both Rui Diaz and Ladero are a little bit older and maybe have lost a step. But I would, I would say that Rui Diaz probably has not. He's, he's probably going to go, um, you know, he's, he's getting called up for his national team. He's playing well overall. Um, he just hasn't played super well. The chemistry hasn't quite been there with everyone else, like on this this run. And I would argue it's probably just not there with, Ladero. Ladero has not been quite himself um, a lot of the time. Here's the thing. It's really hard to replace Ladero. He's under contract for, I think, a couple more years, at least one more year. Um, after. Like Next year, he's for sure under contract, and I think there's an, an option year or two after that. So, and like I said, he's been the best player we've ever had. I mean, this is, just for some perspective, this is like, edgar martinez or ken Griffey jr Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like you i mean yeah i mean the tail end of of of, uh you know um edgar's year you know career he was a little bit worse than he'd ever been but like so it's still better than
0: and that's why i asked you about middle middle players you're actually talking about you're actually talking about i'm talking
1: about um you know you got you got alex Roldan. you got new who you got um kellen Rowe. um I wouldn't put Christian Roldan there. He's, he's highly paid and very good and very versatile. Like Christian Roldan can play four positions really, really well, maybe five, okay, at a, at a starter or um, above average player in the league level, okay? Mm-hmm. He can play right midfielder at an elite level. He can play central midfielder at an elite level, he can play defensive midfielder at an elite level. He can play attacking midfielder as a as a good starter. And he can play right back as a as a like a, a good starter, right? So he's he's very good at at basically everywhere except for striker. He's not a striker. Um so like but it's 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 getting getting a few more middle of the middle of the um roster kind of guys, right? Like, for example, we don't have a third center back that's a veteran guy okay um we have jackson reagan who at times has shown flashes of brilliance i mean he is going going to be a very good center back for us but however how old is he he's like 22 21 and he's a rookie yeah okay so um he, he went to college and he, he's playing his first professional minutes this year and so he he's just making mistakes um but talented young players especially in soccer more than any other sport like the more they play they always get better has they, there been they a, just do has,
0: has there been a okay. mishandling of leo chu this year no
1: i don't think so cuz he came he, in
0: with much, much fanfare who was well,
1: I mean, that like, oh he's leo, he's a flyer okay like like high high possible return but high possible risk but okay. a, like like or maybe not high risk Let's say floor here, ceiling here. Mm-hmm. You're you're
0: you know, opposite ends. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, well, like high variability. Like yeah. He's also yeah. very young. I think he's 21 or 22, I think at most. He might even be just to be 20. So he's, he still might turn into something, but he might not. But here's the thing Brian Schmetzer, has a coach, he needs to trust you to be in the place that you're going to, you're supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, when you're consistently doing that, then he gives you the freedom to do what you think is best.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because now you're talking, uh, Ariaga and knew who at times, not mm-hmm. where they were supposed to be defenders. You gotta, you, you, you can't be creeping up that far.
1: Right. And so like last year, Ariaga played the center center back and the three of the three center backs, he was in the center and knew who played the left center back. And then you had uh, Yamar on the right. And so you had those three guys, and usually one of them would be more aggressive. And they, they coordinated that pretty well last year. But this year with Nuhu playing left back. Well,
0: oh, I thought last year they had Jovan Jones doing the aggressive runs.
1: No, Jovan Jones hasn't been on the team since um, they we have? got blasted was it in the last MLS Cup.
0: Year? There's somebody last year that I can't remember. Um,
1: it was um, Brad Smith that's on the who left, it was. That's who it was. And uh, Madranda also on the left. Um, but brad smith um you know so like it it was just a a little bit different um last year everything fit really really well and this year things have not fit quite as well um some people have gotten old a little bit older um and um you know the offense just hasn't quite been as good as it was last year yeah it kind of all comes Um,
0: back to that key of Jao Paulo, nobody can slip in there and be as effective, and it kind I of. I mean, Jao everything. Paulo
1: basically takes two player, two other midfielders' jobs and puts them into one player. Okay, he he does Josh Atencio, um, basically Josh Atencio, or if Christian Roldan's playing there, the Christian Roldan defensive midfielder job, right? But then he also does the. um the counter, the guy that starts the counterattack in the center of the pitch job. Right. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't both seamlessly. And then like, you don't want to not pay attention to him as a defense because then he'll sneak into the box and score a beautiful goal. I mean, like the first, the first game he ever played, um, he came in and scored this amazing header, like a driven down into the ground, bouncing off the turf header to like um, to put us ahead on, on, on the road right it was just this Mm. gorgeous header nicholas ladero was out a bunch of other guys were still hurt and or not fit and you know he 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 came up and and took took the reins right away so like he is he's really just an outstanding player and and i just don't know how you replace someone like that i mean the answer is you don't in this league you don't have enough money you don't have enough salary cap spots Um it's just hard okay okay do so Sounds
2: like to me, then you said that they're not going to make the playoffs, so what do you think? Can they play these
1: new kids the rest of the season? Give them some more playing time? Is that going to help any? Or I mean, I, I think that Leva and um, Atencio are going to play mm-hmm. just because um, it looks like a few of these guys are going to miss the Cincinnati game when they're out on international mm-hmm. duty. Those guys are game, uh, um, this, Those guys this are Ruid- Tuesday.
0: It's Rui Diaz, Xavier Arriaga, uh, Nuhu, Alex Roldan, and Morris, Jordan Morris.
1: Oh yeah. Those so are, guys are all out. I mean, just kind of going through this That's half the team probably means half your starters gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um we don't know if Roldon, Christian Roldon is gonna come back. So you figure that Kellen Rowe will be your right back. <sighs> uh Jackson Reagan will, will take Ariaga's spot. Nineteen year old. Um <laughs> Leo Chu will take Morris's spot um let's see uh montero will take or or bruin will take ruy diaz a spot and madranda will take nuhu's spot right i mean mm-hmm. those guys are fine but losing five of them all at once is yeah. hard like any somewhere gonna, out there in gonna, the universe
0: matt page is just angry <laughs> Yes,
1: and, and matt i finally i finally figured it out okay The World Cup and international soccer is the Super Bowl. Period. I know Matt Page doesn't like it. I know that these guys make their living playing professional soccer. But the World Cup is the Super Bowl. And it only happens once every four years. Rich, if you're just going to cut off. If you're going to point out
0: every time that Matt Page is wrong, I don't know if you'll have any family life.
1: Well. <laughs> anyway. But no, I get
0: what you're saying. It's 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 the World Cup and there's no way you're stopping these five guys from going.
1: No. Not at all. Yeah. Um I see uh I mean, yeah, it's just it's just it is. So anyway, but, but I I want to circle back to a point on the the, the Seattle Sounders front office, okay? Okay. Um, we have the best or the second best professional sports owner that we've ever had in Seattle in, in, in the current owner, um, Adrian Hanauer. The only one that comes close is Paul Allen of the Seahawks. Okay. Both of those guys did owner things owners own, they don't manage, they don't try to be Jerry Jones, right? They don't, Um, do stupid things like the Phoenix Suns owner or the guy that owned the Clippers, right? Like you don't see any of this nonsense from Adrian Hanover. What you see, like if he ever makes the news, it's that he just invested in something else or he Mm -hmm. put $10 million into owning part of the, of the, of the uh, OL reign, right? He's investing in women's soccer, right? Like it's only ever positive headlines with this guy. Okay. He writes the checks. He comes on and does press, he talks about trying to build out a real big organization and build the brand and all like all the good stuff. Right. Like that's basically what Paul Allen did. And, and, it, and, it, and it's put the Seahawks into the best era of success they've ever had ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, is during, you know, the Paul Allen years. Right. And so Adrian Hanauer has done the same thing there. And, and if this playoff streak ends all of them will end ultimately right yeah yep but um if it ends i mean it's been a wonderful ride but here's the thing you have garth loggerway and brian schmetzer who have won two major league soccer championships lost two others okay Mm -hmm. um they have um gone to two other finals um they, they went to the champions league final and won it. So that's a third big trophy. Okay. They also, um, went to the, um, the, the cup last year, uh, the final and they lost to, um, Leon, I want to say, uh, I'm trying to think what that was, that was the, um, it's the cup between the, uh, the major league soccer and, and, and the Mexican, League. I'm trying to remember, the names just fading on me. So they've been to six finals think in six or seven years, okay? Um, the greatest manager in Major League Baseball history is Casey Stengel. And he only Damn. won 10 pennants in 12 years and only six World Series. So there has never been a professional sports duo in seattle like garth Lagerway and brian schmetzer
0: wait didn't the uh, didn't red arbox uh, celtics win like 10 in a row nine in a row
1: they won i think they won 10 in 11 years um sounds pretty but, good i mean <laughs> yeah. that's really good but, <laughs> but, but all good I'm things must come, up, all good things things up, come up, to an end Stengel. Yeah.
2: i got one more quick question i'm sure. sorry to interrupt but what you're just talking about, we should talk about in the future. That, that would be good discussion. I want to know me being a bandwagon fan. Is there a Aaron judge of, of major league soccer that a, a free agent that the centers are going to go after in the off
1: season? Um, that is a great question. The. Uh,
0: it, I, I think what you're looking for is the transfer portal.
1: The transfer, well the transfer window and that's where the trade you. window options are kind of there. Okay. The, the the quick answer is the Sounders will probably make a very big move in the winter, of okay. some sort. I don't know if it's going to be interleague like this year when they did with Albert Rusnak, or if it's going to be like when they made the move for Jal Paulo, who's who's been excellent, right? So it, it probably um, won't
0: be a washed up European player. Probably,
1: no. Uh, yeah, that is not that is not the style that that Garth Lagerway has ever done. I mean, he has brought in a few players from Europe but they've been guys like Gustav Svensson who, you know, took us to MLS cup, you know, uh, four years out of, or three years out of four. Right.
0: In you know, our backup, um, um, in his,
1: in his tenure. So our, our backup goalie um, or not backup goalie, I a mean, uh, goalie. No, there's, there's <laughs> not going to be any veteran yeah. players coming to the Sounders from Europe. None of that nonsense. Yeah. Okay. It'll well, be someone you you've never heard of probably, or someone in league or South, um, up.
0: An up-and-coming South American also. Uh,
1: yeah, probably. Or an up-and-coming Mexican player. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, guess. if you're a college football fan, think of it this way. There's a pipeline to South American teams with Gareth Log, Lager- Gareth? Garth, I mean. Sorry. Garth, yeah. Garth Lager- <laughs> Lager- <laughs> Um All right. Well, no, I'd like to thank you guys, though. I'd like to thank you both for joining for the Sounders Talk. We're about to move into to the uh, Seahawks portion of the show, so thank you, Brian the Soulman Select, Soul and thank you, Rich the Ram Michelson. And I'm going to go ahead and Bring on that damn Dirty Deck, Matt Page himself, and the Cal Seahawk, Rob English. How's it going, guys?
3: Oh, it's going. So
0: we just finished a half hour of talking about a miserable, uh, fumbling around team that wears green and blue. Uh, and now let's talk about a different miserable team that's fumbling <laughs> around in Seattle wearing green and blue. Ouch. <laughs> the Seattle yeah. Seahawks.
4: Oh man all the all the karma this year is going across the street to Safeco, or sorry, T-Mobile.
0: T-Mobile Yeah guys yeah,
4: to the other green and blue uh team.
0: So you know we we are you know because of the show, we are required to watch every little bit of that miserable mess that is the uh 49ers versus Seahawks game that we saw last week. So you know good job for all of you who didn't have to watch it and go do something productive with your lives. Um, us though. We got to sit there. I got excited. I text messaged you guys. I'm like, they're using DK Metcalf. And then they stopped using him for the rest of the game. And I, what happened?
3: Well, there was, I mean, there was the obvious, um, you know, uh, the, the big play downfield that got called back. Uh, DK made an amazing play. And it was like, okay, here we go. This, this, this is what it's going to be today. And then that was called back. And we just never really recovered from that. And so maybe... Um, I don't know. Maybe did the, 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 I don't recall. I mean, he, he was used so infrequently on uh, on Sunday. I don't recall if he was even on the field uh, for all the snaps. Did anybody have know his snap count?
0: It almost no. I don't. But it almost looked like he got a little bit injured. Yeah. Um, he
4: he came back out after that. Uh, he did. That okay. they, yeah. He he got. He was I guess pointing at his back or something on the sideline, um, talking to the t- trainer. But, yeah, I know that one play, you know, that you're referring to was, was an interesting little trick, fly, trick play. Uh, I liked the call. But, yeah, Abe Lucas, uh, you know, ro- rookie tackle, you know, is going to make a rookie mistake and, and called it back. The story of the day was miscues. Um, if you didn't notice, the play that took place after that one, we only had 10 men on the field.
0: Remind- reminder of the play.
4: The play that happened right after that is the one where uh, Lockett almost caught the ball, but the dude blocked it like right, almost kind of interception. Um, mm. But it, it, yeah, it was it was literally the play right after the DK Metcalf uh, called back. Um, we only had yeah. ten men on the field on offense, and that is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's <laughs> <Yes>. that's embarrassing. <laughs> yes, yes, it is.
0: That's a concentration concentration thing. Another concentration thing mm-hmm. is tackling. Well, who was missing? Uh, <laughs> I I I know I have not been the biggest. Cody Barton fan. I mean, like, I was when he got drafted, you know, because I saw him in Pac 12 play at Utah. But once I saw him on the field, I'm like, mm, back up. And mm, he wasn't good. But the guy who I'm really annoyed by, because I know what Cody Barton is, was uh, Jordan Brooks. There was like no tackling from the linebacker position for anybody. Uh, and, and Jordan Brooks, like, I know he led the team in tackles, but it was all the where were you type plays. You know, as they ran for almost two hundred yards on us.
4: Yeah, he was there. He just he was making the big plays. You know, he wasn't he wasn't Bobby Wagnering it. We're used to having a, a a linebacker take over and direct the defense and maybe we maybe we promoted him to that position a little early. Maybe he's not ready for it.
3: I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna, you know, have a too much of a knee jerk reaction, but it does beg the question is is his league-leading numbers and tackles having to do with the fact that maybe plays were flowing his direction because people were running away from Bobby Wagner? (laughs) That's possible.
0: Uh, It also could be like, you know, the the team's on the field way too, the defense is on the field, damn, you know, just way too much. Like, damn it. Like, (laughs) get off, get off the field, you know, Uh, and and, you know, it's just a matter of I see guards, offensive guards for the Niners getting to the second level and just swallowing up brooks and cody barton and any anybody else that was out there um and it's like yikes you know maybe that's a, a uh indictment on the nose tackle too you know maybe al woods isn't doing what he needs to do brian monet maybe
4: he's he's pass rushing he was going up and in and sacking and and tackling for a loss all day he was carrying a load
0: yeah but al I'm woods
4: about, was one of the actually right spots of the defense
0: well but i'm talking about the run game
4: he was, yeah. I mean yeah well he he tackled it, it, for it, a loss a couple times it, it, it seemed,
3: yeah al was to make some plays for sure but it does it does seem like the team is just a step behind the opponent and I mean because remember there's one play where we had um Debo Samuel behind the line of scrimmage I mean we have him damn near dead to rights he was like four or five yards behind the line of scrimmage and he ended up he ended up you know, ju- juking and, 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 and dancing his way out of it and, and had a, a pretty sizable game. I don't remember how many yards he got, but we should have been a four to five yard loss and the guy got out of it. And I'm like, dude, I know he's, I know he's great, but come on. Like this is this, what happened to that, that Hawk tackling? <laughs> like, I, I don't know.
0: Because, yeah. I don't know. Because like, you know what I saw? I saw a lot of lunging because I do remember some of those plays and I do remember, uh, Oh, who's their running back? Uh, J- James, uh, anyway, the, the, uh, our guys, like if you have contained, stay there. Don't lunge at you know at Devo Samuel. He'll juke you out of your pan, out of your pants. Just stay there. About, wait for well, yeah, backup. Like,
4: sorry, my apologies. Oh, I was, um, I yeah, was go just, ahead. Just just gonna say that yeah, if you're talking about the, the second big play by Debo, not the first one in the first quarter that embarrassed us, but the the, the one later on in the game, um, I'm I'm remembering it was it was Daryl Taylor. Who had him? I remember and, that one. Yeah, and like had two hands on him and wrapping around his legs, and somehow could not
0: finish it. I remember that exact play because that's what I was thinking: is Daryl, stay there. There's people, people will come up and help you, um, but right. the guy's going to juke you out of your jockstrap. I, you know, yeah. and he did.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the defense. You know, um it, 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 it the, the most unsettling part about it for me is when i think about what pete carroll said uh heading into the season he 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 doubled down on his uh philosophy that we are going to run the ball and play tough defense and on sunday neither of those things happened and so the two things that are the the cornerstones if you will of our of, of our of our team philosophy failed miserably on sunday and um, if that's going to be the case, then, you know, we had nothing but misery ahead of us.
0: How much of that run game though is because we got down by a lot of points fast.
3: Well, I mean, we were ineffective right out the gate though, but I, I think to put yeah. to your point, um, uh, yeah. W- w- once you, once you're down by, by, d- by double digits, the tendency is to start, you know, throwing the football and you move away from the run game. And that, that, the quickest way to beat a team is to make them one dimensional, you know? Um, yeah. and so I, so there is a, there is a, um, you know, there's definitely uh, an aspect uh, to that there. Um, also, we, we, were, we weren't gaining any yards on first down a lot of the time. So we, we, we were unable to sustain drives. And you get a first down, you get another opportunity to run the ball at least one time. Wait, was, you that,
0: know? was that bad play calling? Was that bad offensive line or good, good 49er defensive line? 49er yeah.
4: defensive line. They're one of the best in the league easily. Um, they're top notch, top, top three maybe in the league in terms of defensive line people tend to forget that they were in the nfc championship game last year and yeah. the only real question around this team was this year was
0: competent quarterback
4: can trey lance care actually yeah succeed so he got removed from the equation through just freak injury early on in the game and uh jimmy grappolo i don't have the highest opinion of him but he's at least league average and he can he can run a uh, competently run an NFL offense and that's what he did. And uh, that's all they need.
0: Yeah. He I got to make look.
4: it to the NFL. make it to the playoffs with just a competent quarterback. I mean, I, I, gonna I, do.
0: I think I'm inclined to agree because you got uh, what Nick Bosa, uh, your your Oregon boy, Eric Armstead uh, linebacker, Fred Warner. Oh, Eastern, former Eastern, uh, Eastern Eagle, Eastern Washington Eagle, Samson, Ekubon had mm-hmm. a quarterback hit. Uh, but Nick Bosa, man, he was in the backfield all day and,
4: the whole rotation of pushing the defensive line.
0: He, he had something like five quarterback hits against Geno. Mm-hmm. Like he was all in there.
4: Oh, I, I, well. You mentioned. I think oh, go
3: ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Rob. I would say I, I think it's, it's one of those um those dangerous or at least funny questions when you say what was it was it was it, was it bad offensive line player was it was it mm-hmm. good defensive uh, line play on uh of the opponent in this case the Niners uh it, it's a it's a it's a funny question to me because. Okay, you can say, okay, it wasn't that we're bad. It's just that they're good. But, I mean, well, what matters is if we're able to perform well against the good teams. Because if you can't perform well against the good teams, then you're not going anywhere. <laughs> that, you know, so that means True. if you can't perform well against the good teams, that means you're bad.
0: I think, no, so I think no, was, I, go I'm going to defend my question there. I, I get what you're saying, but, you know, with no uh, Damian Lewis, uh, Damian with Lewis two rookies two rookie on tackles. the tackles, you know, I'm just wondering, and maybe – is it, you know, they, I'm maybe saying they're bad. Maybe, maybe they're just not
4: experienced enough,
0: experienced and healthy enough. Yeah. Cause Gabe Jackson, I don't know why they gave him nine million a year. That guy looks like a nothing.
4: And Austin Blythe likes to randomly run 20 yards down the field for some reason. I'll take, I'll I still, how I'll many plays still he take him back for, 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 uh, having a, a man down field. like oh. was it twice, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um,
4: yeah. And, and, and I, so we need to, you know, we're playing without, Basically, effectively, without a right guard, and without with a with a useless center, um, and
0: I like Blythe you know, better than Posick. I'll get to it. Oh he's
4: an upgrade, but he's still below league average. And um, with our uh, Phil Haynes has actually done a, a decent job at, at you know filling in at, le- at left guard, but um, but he's a backup. He's I know they, backup. they they
0: moved Haynes to right guard. They had um, uh, Gabe Jackson playing left guard for Damian Lewis. We I oh, okay. we need him well, back. We need Damien Lewis back.
4: Yeah, we need Lewis. We really need him. He's a good. He's a good guy. Um, but one thing you, you mentioned, you mentioned Gino, and, and I want to circle back to him. When is he going to learn to slide? He was. I was getting so upset at him, <laughs> just like deciding to run forward and like power four. I mean, like, didn't he see what happened to Trey Lance? Like, literally in this game. I mean, don't slide. And and you're not a. You're not a spry chicken just out of you know he's not you're not the young college quarterback that could run like you you used to be gino you need to you need to be the pocket passer guy yeah i don't
0: know if we're going to change that though because i think he knows that every play that he plays you know is this season might be his last because they might draft a quarterback
4: oh Uh, it's absolutely his last so this he's not the future he might just be
0: making you you know best of every last minute uh but we had a spiting a sighting uh well it might be a spiting i don't know uh we saw d eskridge get a pass and then we never saw him again when he was
4: on the field for six snaps is that it, it Do does it
0: does carol hate him what, what's going on
4: i don't know i i honestly don't know and i'm really wondering why he's on the roster this is a disaster you
0: only had it. two picks from two years ago and that was Eskridge and Stone forsyth and yeah. uh that's not how you replenish your ranks yeah
4: I that's don't know. why I... we've had to have this this year where we step back because we <laughs> had too many drafts like that <laughs> right
3: I wonder what's up with the Esridge I, I I just I wonder if it's if it's maybe they just don't have the maybe they're just not seeing the opportunities in, in, in the game plan to use him. I think, I think he's, he, he at least appears to be a gadget player. Maybe he's not picking up the offense well enough, or maybe he just, he doesn't fit the philosophy yet with, with his, with his size. I don't know. It, it, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm curious uh, why we see him so seldom.
0: Well, maybe, maybe gadgets it's... would have been better off because the one gadget we did try DJ Dallas, he threw it right into the breadbasket of the defender.
4: Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I was just going to say, I mean, we, we have an offensive coordinator that's obviously getting a little more free reign now, and he's obviously – I mean, we're seeing some interesting packages. There was there was one play where we had the four wide receivers in a diamond formation on the right yeah. and, and, and like, two tight ends on the left or something like that, and, 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 and it was it, – I mean – there has been some interesting formations, and I'm like, you know, and the the play that you're referring to with DJ Dallas, you could have put, you could have worked Eskridge in there, had Eskridge get the get the ball. I mean, then if he doesn't throw it, Eskridge well, is I, supposed. to. Well, the reason why we have Eskridge is he's supposed to be dynamic in open field. He's supposed yeah. to be the guy you run jet sweeps with, and and you get in the ball to him in open field, and he just takes off. He's supposed to be the home run hitter. You know, well
0: now, so da- Dallas used to be a quarterback in high school, and that's why they had him in there. But. Okay, but obviously oh, see, he needs to learn
4: how to throw oh my
3: again. Gosh. I didn't even know that. I yeah. didn't even know that. So that makes me even that pisses me off even more about that whole situation. The the ex quarterback couldn't couldn't complete that pass with. I yeah. mean the the, re, the the open the receiver had a step and a half on the guy on the guy who was who was who was who was, uh, who was trailing him. Uh, that was a touchdown. When I saw that play come together, I was like, that's six points. And then he threw it right to the forward defender. I mean, right, in, like you said,
4: he hit him right in his it chest. Was, it was just right to him. It was like he didn't see him, and he just threw, yeah. It would have been an underthrown uh-huh. to DK now, anyway. There, there's
0: a reason, Rob, why in college they were like, no, you don't get to be quarterback. Yeah, we're making you a <laughs> running
4: back,
3: <right?
4: laughs>
3: Yeah. Oh, um, but God, I, I wish he would have he held on to at least a little bit of that quarterback skill, right, to be able to toss a ball over the top of somebody's head.
0: I out of bounds I don't yeah I don't know just definitely not into (laughs) his chest
4: I do have to say I like the creativity I like that they're willing to take these chances but yeah that one was puzzled
3: yeah it was ugly it was was one of those things that you I mean if, if we be honest with ourselves at least if I talk about myself if I'm being honest with myself I I would I can say that it was it was a genius play if it worked, it was only stupid because it
2: didn't
3: you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean that's most things like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't don't accept the fact that we are always we, we are all um, driven by the end result, right um, whether we think something was smart or whether something was a good idea or this or that, like yeah, well, if you only consider the end result, then you leave out all the details like, you know that that went into the decision so. So I it was it was a, it was a smart play call um, and it was it was just one little oops away from working but so it doesn't make it a dumb play call because it didn't work.
0: <laughs> so we, we got to see another game with uh, Geno Smith obviously uh, <clears throat> <laughs> It's making me all coughing here
4: <laughs> yeah you couldn't even finish your sentence thought that, that's how that's what you think of Gino.
0: No, it's just a lot of uh, I'll put it this way. average per completion and a lot lower per attempt. Um, yeah, we got to throw it down the field at some point, don't we?
4: I think we need to focus on consistency and getting, and getting, you know, complete, getting first downs. The reason why we went, we, we never saw any running backs or, or any running, um, you know, Rashad Penny disappeared. He disappeared. I didn't see him on the field. Like the entire, like, second half of the third quarter or the fourth quarter yeah um at all and so is he quietly hurt i don't know i don't see him on the injury report today but yeah i would have hoped um, for,
0: i would have hoped you know if he wasn't getting any yards yeah. on the ground like last year like screen the last passes. six games yeah screen passes that kind of thing um
4: well, they're using him wrong anyway and that's uh, a whole different topic but they're trying uh, to make him in
0: between the tackles running back aren't they
4: yeah he's they're trying to use him like chris carson and he's not that's that running not back. him yeah use use walker for that walker is that guy but they're using Walker for the screen passes and all the things that they should be using Penny for. The two running backs need to swap. Walker needs to be the guy up the middle, and Penny needs to be the guy that you're throwing short passes to and everything and and moving him around and doing the gadget plays and stuff to him, so you get him in open field where he is a home run hitter and then and then rob gets really excited and tells us how amazing he, he's the greatest running back ever you know and so forth more importantly about how right i am about him yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what yeah. you tell us yeah yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, not, I'm not saying you are i'm saying that's what you say <laughs>
0: did you guys see walker lined up at fullback the other day?
3: i did see that did, didn't yeah. he get the ball he got, he got the ball. At the yeah. fullback position yeah yeah that was uh, i don't i don't think we got the first down but he did get the ball it was, it, was, it was a third and short, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and I was like, Nick Belore got shorter and, and, and white or blacker. You know, like, how did that happen? You know, it's like, oh, that's Ken Walker. He's got the wrong <laughs> number on, too. <laughs> um, but I, I, I thought that was kind of fun. I mean, I thought that was I, – I wasn't expecting it, and obviously they got the first down, so neither were the 49ers. Did they get the first down? I thought, I thought, he, I thought they stopped him on that play. No, no, it was like third and two, and he got the first. Oh, okay. Right. yeah. I mean, he didn't get like twenty yards, but I mean, he got what we needed.
4: Oh yeah, we yeah. convert. That's right. Yeah, that, that's all. You move <laughs> the chains. Get know, another, another three plays to play to mess around. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that's what we really need to focus on is getting first downs. <laughs> um, Gino Gino is making short passes. He's being effective. What what was he like? Nineteen for twenty four on the on the game with one hundred ninety nine passing yards or something like that. Uh, yeah, twenty four uh, for thirty. Twenty four for, for thirty, Something like that. Yeah. So he so he had six incompletions, but that's not bad uh they were all short passes yes and yard after catch yes hey he's, but, he's the most accurate quarterback in football right now he's i mean you know i think i look at him right now and i see a league average quarterback that's not going to elevate the offense at all he's not going to he's he's a game manager he's not going to elevate elevate the team and all we need other people to step up and
0: true but
4: <clears throat> we have a lot of youth sh-
0: shouldn't there be an occasional pass downfield that stretches the defense though i mean
4: well, you need you need a wide receiver who can do that. and We do. Them, His
0: name is D.K. Metcalf. Yeah,
4: he <laughs> tends to disappear, and I don't know why. And I'm I'm at well, the point now where I'm no longer – I'm starting to question him uh, because good receivers find a way, you know? Well,
3: we did it, though. We did. We threw the ball downfield, and it got called back for a legal man downfield or a holding yeah, or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah, so. Lucas. So, I mean, we, we, we did that. We stretched the field. And, and, and you know, you, the, the thing is, we have to remember that, you know, you, you have to play into these opportunities. You can't just – these guys aren't out there just calling plays, right? There, there's, a, there's a science to it. You, you, you play into the opportunities mm-hmm. to make certain calls. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so when the, when the opportunity comes to make a, make a call, you make the call, and then the play still has to come together on the other end for you to, for you to take that shot. Uh, so a lot of things have to, have to happen. And, and on that one play where you have the look that you want, and you snap the ball and you have the look that you want during the play and you take that shot and then it gets called back on a penalty. It just that, – that just it, – it's all gone. It's all gone. Now, now you have to play back into another one of those opportunities. So, you know, and, and if, if you can't sustain drives, you know, you 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 don't ever have the opportunity to do that. I mean, we scored zero points on offense.
0: So you're blaming – you're blaming then the uh, players on this one. Well, yeah, 10 – what was it, 10 penalties? Yeah, that's uh, – oh something my God, like that. yeah. yeah I understand, like, yeah.
3: Double digits. Yeah, it was uh, – Yeah, ten penalties for 106 yards. We basically took a page out of the Denver Broncos book from last week. Yeah, you know, and 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 just couldn't get out of our own way. And and I mean, give me one team that can win like that. You know, especially if the other team's not doing the same thing. They were one penalty on the on the day, one penalty, and it was a pass interference,
4: I believe. Yeah, they complained about it, and I'm like, that's the most obvious pass interference (laughs) I've seen in a while. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Matt, you were talking about league average quarterbacks this week. The Atlanta Falcons arrive, and one, one, one of your favorite duckies of all time, Marcus Mariota, comes in with a with a whopping two hundred passing yards per game.
4: Um, so he's better than Gino. Uh, he's about by the, one yard.
0: He's about the same as Gino. Two interceptions, two <clears throat> two touchdowns. Well, he also
4: ran for like two hundred yards and two touchdowns or something like that too.
0: Two, no, he did not run for two hundred yards.
4: Okay, hundred yards. You're looking it up. I'm looking it up. Anyway, it's 80, eighty-eight yards uh, in two games. He's anyway, down to and the Falcons are coming. And to one down
0: touchdown. It. So I know you're a duck, and you want your duck to to have three times the stats that you quote. But the, the fact of the matter is, Atlanta's terrible, <laughs> and they're rebuilding. And they have uh, sim- one
4: of the worst rosters in the NFL.
0: So similar to similar to the Seahawks, I guess. <laughs>
3: Well, here, here's, here's, my, here's my major concern with, with, with this game on Sunday. And, and it is, yes, the Falcons aren't good, right? They're 0-2. You know, there's, there's probably plenty of argument for the Seahawks should be 0-2. But um, the, the Falcons come into this game after losing to the Rams, but they have the ability to be high-powered and go and score points. Remember, they were losing that game, but they scored, uh, what, 24 points in the second half. Four, yeah. 17 in, in the fourth quarter. I mean, they came out and battled back in that game.
0: Something you know, clicked. Yeah, something of, clicked. Of,
3: yeah, exactly. They showed a lot of grit to come back and make that a football game again. Um, you know, so I, I don't have the confidence that we can get enough of a lead to be able to to hold them back in, in, the, in the latter stages of the game. Or, you know, you could let, mess around and let Cordero Patterson get, get free like we did Debo, Debo Samuel. I mean, he, I mean, that guy can run a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know and
3: we and we end up behind the A ball again early. Um you know we end up double digits, you know 10, 10 nothing uh early in the game. How are we going to come back from that?
0: Yep. And I and Matt knows I don't like saying anything nice about a USC player, fan, coach, anything. State. Um but Drake London kind of kind of came on.
4: He did. <laughs> um he he's he's the main threat. He's the guy to, want to worry about. Kyle Pitts is a little bit of a less of a threat, but he's also a guy to keep an eye on. Um, and Marcus can run. Yep. You know, people forget he well, can run. He, and, and also,
0: and also so uh, you brought up Cordell Patterson, Rob
4: Patterson. That
0: guy's revived his career, hasn't he? He's
4: uh, it, he's switched over to running back. He used to be a wide receiver. Was a well, he was the kick returner or whatever. That was amazing for was it the Vikings? Vikings.
0: He started yeah. at.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's right out vitalized his career, rebuilt himself as a running back. Um, but I don't think he's as big a threat as the, the okay. stable of running backs at the 49ers threw at us, to be honest.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. I think,
4: I think he was, I think he was Debo Samuel before Debo Samuel and Debo
3: Samuel's obviously better, but, <laughs> yeah. but, oh, yeah. but, but, but very, I think they're similar in their, in their, in their, in you know, the type of player they are. Um, and, uh, uh, but yeah, no, he's not, I mean, he's lost a step. Sure. In the last few years, uh, since, mm-hmm. uh, since back when he was super dangerous, but, uh, but he can run. You know what I mean he he's shifty he can run he's strong um, I mean and, and again going against this current Seattle defense I mean who who doesn't who who are you not afraid of running against our defense right now who are you not afraid of maybe 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 Frank. Abraham DeWeese. it's about it
0: hey I can <laughs> I can stop I don't the, know
4: I think he could I think he could average stop the run. 0.01 yards per carry against our defense <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, the honest truth is, yeah, we we don't seem to be stopping the run at all. We don't seem to be tackling in the in the, in the open space either.
0: Well, and after after everything that I read, uh, we're not. Kobe Bryant's not stopping anybody. You Kobe know, it's a not stopping
4: anybody. Kobe Bryant is not stopping. But anybody. he also he also almost. I mean he he had that he had that play where he almost he almost got the interception uh, on one play. Um, he's had a few flashes here and there where you can kind of begin to see maybe with a lot of work in a few years he might turn into something. Uh, but Tariq Woolen is the one that, that I, I think Tariq Woolen's really, the winner. Yeah, he's
0: really good, <clears throat> and um, I I really like Michael Jackson.
4: The block field goal was amazing. Yeah, it was. Uh, Mike Jackson. Yeah, has did Woolen block?
0: Well. Did Woolen block that?
4: Woolen yeah, blocked it and Jackson yeah, picked it up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Woolen. Woolen
3: will be. Especially if he can really, game. if he can really get his skills at the corner position really honed in, uh, he, he'll he'll be dangerous. I mean, because um, you know, as John Madden would say, the late John Madden, rest in peace, speed kills. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, it, it, and he has that all of it. He has all the speed. So, so if he can, if he can figure to tur- turn himself into um, a good cover corner, um, you end up being sorted deon sanders-esque where you, you you when the game slows down for you you can give a give a receiver a step knowing that you can make up make up that ground on him when the ball goes in the air you know and when you have speed like that he hopefully can turn himself into that into that guy and that would be that would be great
4: he's yeah he's got the he's got the reach too. his arms are really right long. he's the he's the combine freak that yeah uh, went undrafted that we signed and right. and um Dude's looking like he should have been like a second round draft pick or something. I mean, he's,
0: he's yeah. amazing. <laughs> the only thing, I, the only thing I worry about is the Falcons. <clears throat> they, they, they played. And like you said, they made a comeback against the Rams. Do they look at the schedule and see Seahawks?
4: That's winnable. You know, um, I think it's immensely winnable.
0: And then, you honest. know, with, with the Seahawks, I kind of wonder from a morale standpoint, just get, utterly you know destroyed by the Niners maybe they think eh, you know <laughs> is it going to be like this the whole year and so i ask you guys what what do you, what do you feel like if if you could make a premonition if you could have a premonition and make a uh 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 you know i'm trying to what am i trying to say here um, give me a score how about i just say that i was gonna be a little more <laughs> eloquent than give me a score i was gonna you were I trying was, to find something prolific to say i wanted it wasn't coming out, i, I wanted know. to just change your guys lives <laughs> with something profound um but no just give me a score how about that
3: <laughs> um gosh you know i t- i think i i think i get what you were what you were trying to say here um and i can think for myself uh you can I, okay I, I, yeah that's, see now see i no, i'm messing up see i, I got <laughs> hit by whatever, whatever whatever bug bit a bit me too um <laughs> uh if i consider my own you know uh, uh feeling on it i say you lose a game to a team like the 49ers especially losing the way you did um that hurts and that doesn't that that doesn't necessarily ruin your spirits that pisses you off you go into the next game. It's a fire under you, and with a fire under your butt, and you're ready to smash. Um, and this is a game where the team that we're going up against, um, you know, I don't think we're overlooking anybody. Seahawks don't have the don't have the ability to overlook anyone yeah, this season. Sure. So you go into this game ready to ready to beat this team and beat them good. And I, and I that's where my head is at, and I can only hope. That the the fifty two men on the Seahawks roster feel the same.
0: I thought there's fifty three so guys. He didn't
3: give
4: you a score.
0: I you? thought there's fifty three no, guys in the roster. I'm
3: sorry. See, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> um, score. I'm thinking, and this is this is at Seattle, right? Yep. So correct. Um, if we win the toss, we're going to we're going to defer. Um,
4: Still hasn't given us a score yet.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm working it out. I'm he's going. Out. He's going to go I'm through every play,
0: play <laughs> of all 85 <laughs> all right, plays of. So first, and then, the And then. <laughs> and it's a three-yard pass to the right.
3: <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and call this one uh, 27, um, 27, 21 uh, Seahawks. We win this game, uh, not convincingly, but a win is a win.
0: Okay, uh, I'm going to call an ugly one here. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this is going to be a not not really a snoozer. Because there'll be a lot of entertaining goof ups and foul ups, but I'll, but I'll give the Seahawks because I'm going to give them a home field advantage points of three. So I'm going to call it 17 to 14 Seahawks.
4: Mm, very few okay. scores. You're, thinking, yeah, you along, sense. you're <laughs> thinking along the same way as I am. I think it's going to be a comedy of errors, and I think it's going to be uh, 13 to 6 Seahawks. <laughs>
3: So you guys are going based on the fact that we didn't score any points last
4: week and, 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 yes. and the entire second yes, half yes of the I Broncos am. game.
0: <laughs>
4: um, yeah. And, 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 you know, I mean, overall talent wise roster to roster, we have the superior roster, but execution is not our strong point. Yeah. I think even superior.
0: Kind of <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting towards the end of our show here. Um, we are, Of course, going to do our shout outs at at the uh, at at our at our lovely audience. And I'm going to go ahead and get that started off here. And I'm going to give a shout out to uh, to my own dad, who's going to get to watch the Mariners in his advanced age finally make a playoffs. And he's super excited. So I got my playoff tickets in hand.
4: Is he more excited about the Mariners making it or that the Angels aren't making it again?
0: He hates the Angels so much. Yeah, I know. That's why.
4: (laughs) Uh, my shout-out is also to my dad and, and my mom. Uh, they, uh, they, they had their booster shots for Omicron uh, yesterday, and they're down with the flu-like symptoms right now, having the repercussions for that. But good on them for getting the boosters, and I recommend everyone uh, to go and, and get your boosters when you can. I'm personally, uh, they're they open it to everyone to above you know teenager age. I don't know what the barrier is down there, but all adults are eligible for it now. Go get it. Um, I personally signed up and and getting it in about two weeks, but uh, go ahead, go, go out and get your vaccinations, folks. Stay safe.
3: I guess I'm going to give my shout out. Uh, You guys hear me out. I want to give my shout out to Russell Wilson. Uh, uh, (laughs) He's he's uh, he's dealing with it right now. And, uh, you know, as, always, as I've always said, I have no, uh, you know, no beef with the guy. You know, he's, he plays for a different team now, and he got booed by his new team in the <laughs> second week of the season. And um, that's, that, that's, that's tough. I'm, I'm sure it's easier for him to, he's not losing any sleep when he's sleeping on his pillow, probably made of $100 bills. But, um, <laughs> you know, but I, I, I'm shooting out Russell Wilson. Uh, keep your head up, buddy. I'm sure your team's going to be fine. Um, and, uh, you know, go Hawks.
0: Uh, 12 greater than 3 that's a shout out to you Mr. Unlimited um, and <laughs> and for all of you out there uh, we did fix a problem with Spotify um, we've got that reconnected so you can check out our our podcast on Spotify on iTunes and of course Captivate FM uh, check us out at seattlesportsunion.com and uh, on Twitter at Seattle Sports U and on Facebook like us we're likable and we'll see you guys oh I forgot to say on behalf of that damn dirty duck map page on behalf of our SoCal Seahawk himself, Rob English, the Soul Man Brian Solak, and of course the Ram Rich Michelson. We'll see you guys next time.
4: Oh, huh. So <laughs> jinx. <laughs>